Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Turn the Bible with me to the book of Matthew chapter 6. We are going to read the book of Matthew chapter 6. I'm reading from the NIV. Matthew chapter 6. And today I'm going to read from verse 25 all the way to verse 34. Matthew 26. From verse 25, we are finishing it all the way to verse 34. I'm reading from the NIV, if you're there, say my man. Mm. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air, they do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Verse 27. Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and the heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the time of breaking your word. We thank you, Jehovah, for we are so privileged in our times today that we can have the word of God very close to us. Jehovah, may we never ignore your word. Help us to hear, to listen, to put it in our hearts, to obey, and to be fruitful even to a thousandfold. Protect us from the enemy who desires that we do not only listen your word, but he wants that you are not also fruitful in your heart. King of kings, be glorified today. In Jesus' name, you all shout. Amen. In Jesus' name, you all shout. Amen. Today, we are going to talk about something that each one of us, I believe, has encountered every so often. At a level, I'm sure some of us are going through it. You're in the house of God, but deep down, you go, Ooh, what is going to happen when I leave the house of God? It is called by many names. There is anxiety, which is one. Panic. Some of us are alarmed. Some of us are in trauma. Some of us are scared as we speak. Some of us are very fearful. Stress. You are distressed. Some of us are unsettled. These are words we understand very well. And so today, we are going to be looking at the issue and the topic of worry. As a child of God. Turn to your neighbor, say my neighbor. Are you worried? Hey, are you worried? Hey. According to the is it Charlotte Web Library, Portugal is the most worried country in the world. Luciana, Portugal, Luciana? Those of you travel. <laughs> It is the most worried country in the world. 9% of its population is worried. 
si Kenya bado sisi tuko mbali Uzbekistan is the least worried nation in the world pack your bags and go to mm, 2% of its 35 million people imagine they need more people you know 35 million only so they have, a, they have space for more 2% Mali is the least worried nation in Africa. Mali. Mali. Pesa. Mali. You know, see their name. Wanaitwa Kosawa. Their name speaks volumes. <laughs> 3% of its nation is stressed, worried, anxious. Libya is the most worried nation in Africa. But before Gaddafi went down, it wasn't. So, how many nations do you think are in the whole world? Rough number? 254. Where do you think Kenya lies? 254. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the Uzbekistan. That's, that's the, yeah, they're the least stressed nation. Portugal. So, where are we in that graph? Two? Two twenty-three, huh? Two twenty-five. Seventy. Yeah, yeah. It does not. You don't encourage the nation. You don't think we are thirty, forty, thirty, forty. So what we are left, one assume we are very stressed. What we are right, the four of you are assuming we oh, are doing well. We are actually not doing very badly. We are hundred and sixty-four. hundred and sixty-fourth nation most stressed in the world. So we're not doing that badly. Imagine. Atanamanda man. This is 2022. July. Tuko July. Tuko July. We are still Mam Paul, even if Nakwanga. I have to tell my mom consistently. The quiet congregants don't talk. They are the crazy ones. So, 164. Most worried nation in the world. 4% of our nation is actually very stressed. Worried. 4%. 2 million of us are burdened with the issue. And when I say burdened, it's chronic. There was no tokens. I had something like that. You could not buy. So to Lilala Bila. I mean chronic worry is plaguing about two million of us. Whether you are rich. To listen last week, you're uber rich. Uber. Don't even know what that means. But those guys, upper echelon, middle class or poor, worry does not respect any person. It is not a respecter of peace of people. Aya, he enjoyed a little story. Between the gents and the ladies, who's more worried? Uh -huh. Who is for gents? Who is for ladies? The rest of us. 
Female hormones contribute to a more easily activated, longer-acting fight-or-flight response. Believe it or not. Research shows that the male hormone testosterone, more banally men, may help ease anxiety symptoms. That's just science. Yo, that's not the Bible. So we know, but it does not necessarily say that all gents, all the ladies are like that. It's just science. In March of 2023, Ipsos reported that the number one issue worrying the whole world was what? Eh, money-ish, but specifically what? And I know you know it because it's really affecting us even as a nation now. Inflation. It's... Mm. The least worrisome issue in the whole world is... What's the least? No, I'm not clear to the most. the least. What is the least worrisome issue in the whole world? Something we don't really care about. I don't agree with this research, but anyway, what do you think it is? Zuri took a few and I know all of your names. You said, Jerry? Apparently, it's financial corruption. It doesn't worry us as much as you'd want it or assume it does. If you put money in financial corruption in it, inflation, inflation is number one. So what do you think is the number one issue in Kenya now, today? Mandamano. Finances? Mandamano, finance bill. Finance bill? Mandamano? Money? So zinashikana. So let's bring it home, kiddo. What's the number one issue in you? Sikama kuna takers. Majua kuna birthdays, hini cake, hini auti, hini, hini. Weka yako yipita shauri yako. What's the number one issue worrying you today? Do you even know what you worried about? Kakaro na cheka. Do you know that something somewhere deep down in your soul is worrying you even as we speak? It's all of us. It's not just the guys at the top. It's actually said that the more money you have, the more what you have? Problem. So the more money in your account, chances are you're more stressed than the rest of us. Hmm. So why do we worry? Why? Our bodies naturally protect us in real and perceived threats by sending stress signals to our brains that manifest as Worry. So worry was a defense mechanism given to us by God. So no wonder if people appear with guns over there right now, how we will disappear in this direction will not be at it It is just the way your body reacts. You simply duck, close your eyes. You cringe. That's our body. Number two, when we care too much about issues, we worry. The opposite side as well. When we overthink, overthinkers in the room, mm, we worry. When you take too much risk, James, test, test, eh? 
testosterone. When we are too cautious, we worry. It's both sides. It is no respecter of any of us. When we have too much responsibility at home and at work, we tend to worry. We worry when we have chaotic and uncertain lives at home, at work, and in business. Chaos brings worry. The fear of being judged and of losing control of any situation brings a lot of worry. So do you know what your worry is? I hope you do. Because each one of you in the room today, including myself, here at Jitoi, is worried about an issue. One of the biggest unmentioned pandemics of our time is this issue of worry. It's a big and very quiet, silent pandemic. It, is, it has been said that a third of the world suffers from chronic worry, chronic anxiety, heightened sense of worry that breeds disorders to our system and unfortunately is killing us daily. So many of us are dying from this, believe it or not. Do you ever hear of the man who got trapped in a freezer and for some reason he assumed that because in the freezer he had not too long to live they found him actually frozen only for somebody to say that the freezer was off and had not been working for very long imagine worry worry will kill you guys it is killing a third of us, even as we speak. Unfortunately, the reason it kills most of us is because worry is one of the things that we mask so well. We know how to cover it up. Because all of us this morning, when we came, to Kisalimiana Nasema, Niaje? I'm doing very well. We mask it because in our society today, looking weak is unacceptable. You can't look weak. What do you mean? Vulnerability is ridiculed, especially from the men. Crying is a sign of weakness. We tell our kids very quickly, Hey, Panguza, hey, boss, what are you doing? Huh? <laughs> You're laughing. Looking strong is celebrated. And celebrated so well. But the masking continues day in and day out. And unfortunately, we are dying, guys. I'm sure you know so many even in your life that disorders have messed up, even today. How do we mask it? Let me just go. Tonight, come back. Why some people isolate themselves and so stop socializing with others? Is that you? Today in God's house. Are you the one who always keeps quiet when there's a conversation or discussion happening? Because it means probably there's a high chance that you are hiding worry behind the veil of silence. Some of us shut down or even lash out when they are worried. This one will be surprised because we're ah, past. We shut down, that's what you understand. But lashing out might just be that worry has overwhelmed your soul. 
talking unnecessarily or beyond a required limit. Hey, pastor, it's Jehovah. Often, it's a sign of hiding, <laughs> of worry or anxiety. Being good at doing everything. You know those guys? You know them, huh? You can do everything and do it very well. It's been shown to be a sign of hiding worry or anxiety. Worried people are very busy. They find it very difficult to sit back and relax. They are restless. and That's why they engage themselves in some activity or the other. They also try to avoid stuff that can make them anxious. They may also engage in activities they don't like simply because they don't want to be idle and deal with the demons that are worry. Shaking legs, moving around, rolling things over in your hands, you know, being fidgety, are all the signs that you're using to hide your anxious side. Those who smile at everything. Man, you is number four. <laughs> Boss. The country is going up in flames. <laughs> you know, uh, how the biggest one? How are you doing? Uh, those who make others believe that there's nothing wrong or say to be are said to be worrisome, very anxious. These are serious ones. Drinking alcohol, smoking, doing drugs, and overeating is nothing short of a gateway for people overwhelmed with worry or that are anxious. They take the help of addiction to take their minds off from the things that can make them worried. Someone once said, this is very close to home, humor is the only thing that distracts them enough so they don't break down. Making jokes, laughing too hard at jokes, has been said is a way we use to hide our worry. Which one is yours? Because I know each one of us to Konamoja. Apparently, this is a sensitive one. People that overclean, you know those guys? Just get into a zone and all of a sudden everything has to be clean now and now. Not tomorrow. Now. These are guys who are looking for distractions to enable hide the worry. Someone said that when they get really anxious, they clean and there is something about being able to control the mess that keeps them from spiraling down. Is that you? Those, <laughs> yes. Father, we give you glory. <laughs> Those of us who run away from difficult situations tend to be very worrisome. You run. When things get thick, you run. Is that you? Leo, Leo ni mekuja na guns, Leo. Leo ni guns blazing. Poleni, man. Is the scriptures. I wanted to mefika. Do you run when things get thick in your relationships? In your friendships? Hey, I want my peace. I want my peace. Some of us just start to cook. I'm not looking at anyone. And bake. And do whatever it is you do in the kitchen. When worry overwhelms you. Is that you in God's house today? Guys, you can never live a life full of worry and live a full life. Worry will kill you. 
I promise you, continue to overworry, to overspend your strength in the stresses of life, and you will die. And we don't want to come not to be that all that happened in your life was just your stress. Or things were so thick that you could not continue. Worry, especially excessive worry, will kill you. Worrying excessively has the same effect on your body as chronic stress. Imagine that. Which triggers fight or flight response and releases stress hormones. Even though sometimes you're worrying about absolutely nothing. Most of the stuff you worry about has not even happened. Some of us are worried about tomorrow. How the boss is going to see you. How's you this meeting that you have that, oh my God. And Just think about it for a second. Why are you worried about something that has not happened? But traffic up. Chronic warriors operate under the misperception that the overthinking and attempts at controlling every situation allows them problem to problem solve and plan the future. Instead, their thought pattern hinders cognitive processing and causes overstimulation of emotion and fear. Those areas in the brain especially. The hypervigilance that is the result can lead to heart problems, believe it or not. Ultimately, rendering the body unable to cope properly with, again, stress. Excess worry is linked to elevated levels of the stress hormone, which slows immune responses and make chronic warriors more susceptible to disease. Some of the things you're dealing with as disease are from worry. Have you ever gone to the doctor and said, hey, Mazinaski, I'm very sick. And then he tells you, what's going on in your life? That's it. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe. Chest pains, dizziness, fatigue, headaches, shortness of breath, heart palpitation, stroke, depression, insomnia, common cold, cancer, ulcers, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, psoriatic arthritis. Psoriasis, sweats, are all associated with worrying and anxiety. Imagine that. I'm not saying this is the real actual cause of all of them. No. But they are associated with worry. Chronic warriors seek to control their emotions every so often. Their fretting numbs their emotional responses. Are you struggling with just feeling? Feeling. Excuse you. Hey, gang. Single people. Your hair looks nice. Hey, excuse you. The food. I'm just kidding, but are your emotions in packed? Do you feel? How have you stopped feeling? There might be a reason. Again, can you worry and live a full life? Guys, the answer is no. 
A life full of worry will kill you. I promise you. So pastor saa, umeenda sana. What do we do? Unaongea sana history man. Umetuingilia sana. So what? These are just facts. Can we really not worry? Can you get to a place of not worry? Yaani ndio maandamano ni kesho but uko tu roju. Father God we give you glory. Now for it, see the fake. It is interesting the psychologists will say that you cannot avoid worry. Go to a doctor they tell you the same thing. Ah you cannot avoid it. It's normal. It's part of life. God has built a sense in us that when things go thick, we know how to fight and flee. We know. You go the opposite direction. You just know how to protect yourself. So can you live a, a life devoid of worry? But every now and then we must not, um, we must go through some form of anxiety. Is that what is the norm? Can we just not worry? How much should we continue? What, what, is, what is the truth? Is it true that we can just not have worry? Or is it that we must live with it forever? Must we accept that every so often we must tackle worry or anxiety? This is where we get to the text. The Bible says no. The Bible says we can actually live a life devoid of worry. That's the text we just read. In Matthew chapter 6, 25 to 34, we have just seen that even from last week, let me just take us back, because this verse begins with this word, therefore, verse 25, therefore, we've been reading from verse 19 to 34, today to Meazah 25, 25 begins saying, therefore, therefore, if you remember Kizungu, is as a result of, because of A, therefore B must happen, because ni Bathadia Lucy, Therefore, today we had to sing. Hallelujah. Sindio? Sio tuna... Therefore, the Bible says from verse 25, must make us go back to verse 19 to 24. We have to. And it's just to give us perspective of what God is saying. Verse 19 to 21 of Matthew 6 directs us to store our treasures in heaven. Don't store them on earth because so make sure that your treasure is in heaven because where your heart is, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Verse 22 to 24 directs us to make sure our eyes are taking up, not taking up the darkness of this world but healthily looking to the light of God's kingdom so that we fill our bodies with the light of his goodness. We are to watch out for this thing called mammon, the spirit that governs or directs money negatively. If we do that, we will serve God, then Tukwasawa. Then the Bible says, therefore. Therefore now, since your heart is in the right place, since your eyes have taken up the light of God through the Holy Spirit, then you cannot worry about this life. We can't. Because your heart is in the right place, because your eyes have the light of God, then you cannot worry about food, clothes. Life is more than that. That's what the Bible has told us. 
So why, let me begin this question here. Why do you why? Why? About food. Why do you worry about clothes? Why? Life, the Bible says, is more than that. We've been told about storing our heart in the right place, looking at the right stuff. Jehovah, making sure that we are serving him, not mammon, not money. So then why get worried? It obviously then means that worry begins at the place of not focusing on God, but focusing on everything else. Worry stems from indulging in the world, not in the things of God. Worry stems from indulging in the lust of the eyes. Whatever your eyes love to see, you are allowing it to see it and to take it in, even if it's darkness into your body. Whatever your flesh wants, the lust of the flesh, you've said, Sour, don't curse, man. Whatever the pride of life is in your life, 1 John 2 16. I want superiority in this world, and so I want life. I'm sorry. I want the best of what life has to offer. I believe this is why God is talking to us. After talking about money, I mention it and then just switches to why worry. It's because when we concentrate on those things, I, 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 I promise you, you will forever be filled with worry. Jesus then points to the birds of the air, flowers of the field, reminding us that as his children, we have value. Value. And guys, if you don't know Jehovah, if you don't understand him and have him in your heart, I promise you, one of the things that you will not understand is your value in God. Do you understand your values before him? Do you understand in the book of Genesis when he gave us dominion over everything on earth is because he valued us more than even the plants. He valued us more than the animals. No wonder he gave us dominion in the book of Genesis. So if he takes care of the birds, if he has clothed the flowers of the field, then what about you, who he has valued? Don't worry. Stop worrying is the message. But there's something he mentions just there in the book that I believe is something you're struggling with even now. He says that because of the little faith that you have is probably just probably why you're struggling with the issue of worry. To Mesema, you're indulging in the things of the world. As a child of God, indulging in the things of the world and still knowing him is a sign that your faith is Nikidogo. Because you don't fully know him. No wonder he says, oh, you of little faith. And four times he mentions it in the book of Matthew. Directing us to the place of saying, eh, okay. Christ, in the scriptures, if you see anything repeated more than once, 
God is pointing us to a wisdom that you need to know. Matthew 6, I'm going to say, you have little faith. Why do you assume that I take care of, that I can take care of plants, I can take care of animals, and forget you as my child? Somebody who's my child, that I need even my spirit to live in. How can you assume that? Oh, you have little faith. In Matthew 8, remember when Jesus was sleeping during the storm in the Sea of Galilee, he looks at the children of oh, his disciples after he's calmed the storm and then turns to them, Where is your faith? You actually thought in the doors, boat, whatever it is, and at it a collapse. How? Can you imagine that? Like Christ is with you. But for some reason you're thinking, ah, me, ah, I'm going to die. Okay, I'm dying. Oh, Jehovah. Hashtag dead. <laughs> How? Can you imagine Christ is in the boat? Amelala. First of all, he's sleeping through a storm. Think about that for a second. Sleeping. Liklud is probably snoring. I don't know whether he's not. And the disciples are busy crying, oh, we are dying, Jehovah. What do you mean you're dying? He's Christ. They didn't know who he was. They're little faith. Disciples of God. Matthew 14. Jesus comes to the disciples. Early morning is dark. He's walking on the water. Peter Nakiere. God bid me to come. Then he goes. And then because of just a little doubt in him, he sings. Christ tells him what? Oh, you of little faith. If only you never doubted. Can you imagine Peter, boy? Matthew 16, the disciples forget to take bread for their journey after feeding thousands with five loaves and two fish. So they're there saying, oh my God, Christ is like, wait, wait, wait. There's a lot of bread that was left from having fed the guys we fed the other day. Oh, you of little faith. These are disciples. Is your faith, guys, today in God's house, is it small? And I know some of us are like pastor. Christ nearly said that there is a master deceived faith. But we are Nicodemus. There's a difference. Warning, there is a difference. There is, oh, you of little faith, and there is the mustard seed faith, Matthew 13 and 17. It's different. Those are different things. One is non-existent faith. Christ is rebuking these guys, telling them, you look like you have faith, but you don't. You are my disciple. You are working with me every single day. You even preach. You are any pastor. But faith, yako. Mustard seed is different. Mustard seed is faith that grows, that understands Jehovah, that knows, enyewe, Jehovah promised never to leave me nor forsake me. Alisema, he has begun a good work in me. And by the time he comes back at the end of time, my faith will have grown to a mustard seed that will even give shapes to others who are growing as well in the Lord. So are you growing in your faith in the Lord? Ama, there is no faith in you. You look like you have faith. Oh, ye of little faith. Little faith loves the world. Master the seed, faith loves God. 
Little faith has treasure in the world. Mustard seed faith has treasure in God. Little faith lasts after all it sees, including ice cream. Praise the Lord. Majisema hapo, mustard seed faith always looks up to God. Little faith gives in to all fleshly lust. Idris Elba, eh? Hapo kuna ime? Hata ninelea rakaraka. Mustard seed faith fights off all fleshly temptation. Kitambo ilikuwa Beyonce. Moving on, jifanyani tu hapo. Little faith loves and wants and boasts <laughs> of the pride of life. You're all about superiority. The best life now. Mustard seed faith prides in God. Little faith doesn't know its value in God. You have no idea who you are in the kingdom of God. Mustard seed faith knows the dominion it has from God. You understand the spirit of God living inside of you, the spirit of God. And it has given you power over everything on earth, including over the demonic. Little faith breeds fear and worry. Mustard seed faith doesn't fear and worry. So the question of is it possible to live a worry some free life is yes, it is. Because God said so. Hebrews 11, 6. Let me read for us. Eh? This is how I want to read it today. Having little faith is impossible to please God. Because it says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Having little faith, looking like you have faith and you don't, does not please God. We'll never please Him. Because when we come to Him, we must believe that He exists. That He rewards those who honestly seek that's Jehovah, guys. So how is your faith today? Do you have the mustard seed faith of God inside your heart? Ama, do you look like you have faith and you don't? It's little faith, almost non-existent. Which one is it? Those with little faith don't know Jehovah. You know of him but you've not gone to the trenches with him. You don't understand him. Those who don't know God will fear and worry and run after life. Food and clothes. The Bible has told us the pagans are the ones who run after food and clothes and life. Why? Because they don't know who God is. They don't. So is that you today in God's house? We end today's message like we ended last week's. It is only after we first seek God and his kingdom that we'll get all these things. Are you seeking the Lord even in these difficult times that you are living in? Are you taking time every single day to find him like silver? It is only then that we'll begin to fight off worry in our lives. It is only then that we'll conquer anxiety. Because in God, there is no fear. When we live in Him, ah, those. Ataman City Wakuji. Contrary to what the world is teaching us today, our highest purpose for living 
isn't making money and putting food on the table and clothes on our backs. That's not the purpose of living. It is part of living. It is not the main purpose of living. Don't get me wrong. Our highest purpose of living is finding God. Guys, have you found him? Do you seek for him? Do you long and look for him daily? Because if you don't, you probably don't, you probably don't have everything you need for life. And you're probably very worried about life. So pastor, sour, sour, sour. Okay, you get the point. This is what the Bible says. So then how do we live this faith in God? How? Do you understand that this is what the Bible says will help us kill worry in our lives? And I'll just give you three things. And we've been saying them from January or from when the church began. Number one, you must discipline yourself to talk to God daily. You must. Naina Sema, must very intentional. We must discipline ourselves to talk to God daily. We're talking to the wrong people. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not fear. Do not worry. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, including mandamano, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. One of the things I really have tried this year is to be disciplined in the place of prayer. I wasn't before. I would pray, but it's not consistent and set. It was just almost random. Like there's a situation I need to pray for. Like now you're doing budgets for the year. Let's pray. Let's spend ample time in prayer. But this year I was like, ah, enough of that. And I kid you not, stress in Ashuka. The things that give you sleepless nights Zinashuka. all of a sudden you realize wait if this was me last year guys do not be anxious about anything in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests why the peace of god verse 7 which transcends all understanding will then guide your hearts and minds in christ jesus that's the word of God. That's not even the motivation stuff. That's just God's word. So where do you take your worries to? Who do you speak to? Because here's the thing, we're human beings. We are we are what? We are community oriented. So when there's a problem, we tell somebody. We do. Who do you speak to when things are thick? I kid you not, if it is not the Lord. Ah, your worry will probably stay on. Hi, I'm going to learn number two. Discipline yourself in God by reading and obeying His word daily. Pastor, we know you love the word of God, you read it, that's you. But guys, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing God's word. The more faith you have in your life, the less of fear that overwhelms you. Faith trumps fear. Faith in God. So guys, the more you expose yourself to the word of God, the less fearful you are, 
the less worried you will be. <coughs> the less worried you will be. Test it out. Try it this week. Sema, I know there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But let me read God's word daily before executing anything. Before doing anything that you have to do this week, I kid you not, test it out. Sema, I'm going to pray. First of all, before the day. I'm going to read God's word and then come next week and share notes. It will be different, guys. God's word is what builds our faith. The answer to why do we have to gather as believers to share God's word, to read it out, why do I have to? Is because of fear and worry and anxiety. We are human beings going through issues daily. For us to conquer the fear that overwhelms us on a daily basis, you have to read and obey God's word. It is that simple. Ah, number three. Finally, discipline yourself by dwelling with God's people. First Corinthians 15, 32 and 33. This is what Paul said to the Corinthian church. That for some reason assumed that because Christ had not come back in their time, it was all lies. And some of us maybe process that once in a while. You're like, I, these last days, they're not ending. When are they ending? Oh, these are the last days. What do you mean last days? Last days, 50 years ago. <laughs> Paul said, that some people say in brackets, if the dead are not raised, like he said, let us eat and drink. Tomorrow we'll die and it will end there. We're going to be in these graves till he comes back anyway. When we die, we die. So to a reboot, he'll hear whatever, whatever happens. Y'all, you only live. Huh, huh. Paul told them, do not be deceived or misled. Bad company will corrupt your good character. Those who are constantly trying to tell you, ah, this is what they were saying in the book of Corinthians. Paul was addressing the same thing. Guys were saying to those who believed, ah, guys, Come, use your brain crying out loud. But you want to tell me that when we die, there's somewhere we're going to. At your eternal beings. Really? And they were misleading so many from the church. Bad company will corrupt, corrupt good character. There's a reason it says good character. Good. Because you're children of God. You've decided to walk this journey. And so. What's your game game? Are they telling you a channel and nonsense? Yes, we. Or are they leading you to the faith of God? Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. The day is coming. Turn to your neighbor, say my neighbor. Siku inakuja. See, Queen, the day Christ is still coming back. Noah, Noah preached for how long before the floods came? Who, who knows? How many years did Noah preach telling them that the floods are coming and will destroy the whole world? A hundred years. One hundred years. He started building when he was 500 years old. 
No, when it was 500, I think, five, yeah, 500. By the time the floods were done, it was 600 years. A hundred years. Guys, Jesus is coming. I know some of us are thinking, Anakuja. It may take the next 100 years, but he's coming. Please, please, dwell with God's people. That might be encouraged. Your faith might, might be built to know that the truth of God's word, what word, builds your faith. That's how we know. When we talk to God, when fear and worry and anxiety creep on us, when we read and obey his word, when we dwell with God's people, we grow in faith. That's how. You cannot grow in faith by yourself. God never built us that way. So please, please, talk to God. Read and obey his word. Dwell with his people. Jesus talked to God a lot. Knew the word. And dwelled with God's people. In turn, he won. Constantly. Whenever fear came, Jesus responded with God's word. And faith, you could see his faith in God's word. Devil, the devil decided, he tried many times in the wilderness, but you see the response that Christ gave throughout. But guys, remember, even as we finish, fear and worry begin when we love the world and all it has to offer. Fear and worry are killed in the very, very hot furnace of faith in God. So do you have faith? Is it little? Is it the master? Is it faith? What keeps you up at night? Singizi Yakuna. You're worried. Some of us are worried, Yani. Because this is what we're football. What worries you? Are you worried about the future? It's secure in the Lord, whatever happens. As a church, has been, I've been sharing where we are consistently, tithing, money, spending. And somebody asked me the other day, Pastor, are you worried about the church? Where it is, the finances, the people? I'm like, no. I am not. Funny enough. I, I don't give Kiriati, okay, just be honest. No, I'm not. Because this is God's church. What worries you? I'm not saying Nif Kapati. There's a there's a time I can sense in Nif When I just decided upon enough is enough. I want to follow this Jehovah. Let me try this thing out. Life has been tough, thick, a mess. So to end the one. And Kidogo slowly by slowly just fear dies. It just dissipates. Like not it's too high. Okay. You kind of tend to think about situations, but you're like, imagine, this is Jehovah. He will figure it out. I was being asked the other day, Pastor, all this time, a bit not well financially. No, you don't look bothered. I'm like, uh-uh, see, they're not bothered. Yeah, there's a difference. I'm just not fearful and anxious about it. Because I talk to him consistently. Consistently. What worries you and who are you talking to? What are you reading about it? Is it God's word or is it? Is it magazine to squeeze? Guys, I hope you can obey the Lord in that. 
Savings and investments. I hope you are saving and investing in the right place. I hope you are spending your money well. Because if you are spending it wrongly, it's an issue of your heart as well. And I hope you are content with what God has allowed in your heart. When we continue to just follow the Lord in the excellences that he has set for us, our faith is built and fear is killed and worry is no more a thing that you deal with. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.